All right, we're here. All right. Are we? Yeah. Well, Are we here? I don't know. I'm barely here. So something actually really cool happened last week while we were rec- we were recording this other episode. Did it? Yeah. What? Because you face your back to the, oh. the door, yeah. and I saw a huge light flash, and I thought it was just somebody like pulling in our driveway or something, and I thought it was weird because it was snowing. And our dog freaked out. Yeah, our dog freaked out because there was he was barking more than usual because he heard something, and turns out it was a meteorite, meteor, whatever. It lit up the sky. It lit up the sky right over our house. Yep crazy i saw videos of it um on like ring yeah like the doorbell yeah i was bummed hours didn't pick it up yeah well it picks up every other car driving by but not a leaf like in the yard but yeah yeah um the first thought i had was aliens are coming (laughs) and we're all gonna die they might be here they might be in the ground they are where did I, I ever tell wherever you? Wherever it landed. Did it did land or did it burn before it? It, uh, it apparently burned up before oh. it. Well, and exploded. Maybe there's pieces, but. Oh. Um, did Isn't I ever tell you? offering. What? $25,000 for new money. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about the um, the tattoo artist I had on one of mine? He. Uh, you have like a gazillion tattoos? Or I don't have a gazillion. Mm, okay. Just a lot on my face <laughs> right under your eye yeah no uh one of the ones i had or i got mine you know Kay. done by yeah i i can't remember how i think because the force awakens they were playing it in the tattoo shop whenever i was getting a tattoo mm-hmm. and then um a star wars tattoo ironically mm-hmm. anyways we started talking about aliens and he went on this whole tangent about how aliens exist among us they and do. we no, we are all one of four species of aliens. We probably are. He's yeah. probably right. Yeah. He's oh, probably oh man. like part it of got, the government. It got insane. This out this tattoo took almost two hours. He he was talking over the movie like the whole time. And he, like, went that full two hours of, like, alien. I was just blown away. I was just like, yep, yeah. Like, it was crazy. You were like, get me out of here. It was so crazy. He's like, you need to check this book out, this movie. I would have loved to talk to him. Oh, it was was crazy. So, um, another thing is, is he actually did one of Chester Bennington's tattoos. Mm-hmm. on him as well of <coughs> lincoln park you got him no i actually didn't know that <coughs> i had no idea and then we just started talking about lincoln park also and he did because he did a couple of my tattoos so the alien talk was the first one i still went back to him because he did a good job <laughs> anyways mean, just because he's an alien doesn't mean he's not good at tattoos yeah yeah that's true yeah they're used to needles and shit. Oh, it was, yeah, probes. Anyways, okay, we pre-discussed, so you didn't have to listen to us bicker oh, back and you forth. Know what's so ironic is my friend, one of the five people who listens to this podcast, just texted me and said podcast ideas Oh. with a link to a YouTube video Oh. with 
podcast. Well, that's an ad. Oh. Thanks, Liz. I will definitely look at that. We have an okay. idea already, but. We do? I do. Okay. Well, we'll discuss that after we get done. So, um, yeah, you go first. Sorry, my work email just got one, and I don't like what I see. Oh, never mind. Okay. I don't like what I see. It's sitting across from me at the table. Do your fucking story. <laughs> oh, Did my God. Did you hear God. me swallow that? You're I put the microphone up to my throat and swallowed water. something else. You. Bodily sounds irritate me. You know what irritates me? What? Me. I know. Rude drivers. That's yeah. irritates me. Okay. Um, I'm doing... So we decided to do... Um, last week, if you don't remember, I... Because um, you guys were all here and you could see me staring off at our wall that has a bunch of picture frames on it. And I was like, let's do a murder involving pictures. And I had no idea what I was going to do until I remembered this murder and then gave Brandon an idea of her murder he should do that involved pictures. So, I am doing the main line murders. You ready? It's kind of long. I'm going to try to get through it. It's like four pages. Oh, my lord. All right. Sorry I'm providing quality content to our listeners and you are not. I'm mediocre. Yeah. Sorry I'm a better investigative journalist than you are. (laughs) (laughs) We are not investigative journalists. No. I'm not even a a, journalist. A human. (laughs) I'm an alien. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, So. (laughs) Susan Reinhardt was an 36-year-old that I have typed she was a 36-year-old English cheaper. Cheaper? English cheaper at um, Upper M- Murrian School High School. Oh, my God. And we're going to start this over. The Mainline Murders. Susan Reinhardt was a 36-year-old English teacher. You already said that. At Shut up. Upper Murrian High School, which um, was about 20 miles outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. What I've heard is the most boring state in the United States. In West Philadelphia, born been there. and raised. Haven't been there. Um, so Susan was adored by her students and her two children, Karen and Michael. Um, Karen and her ex-husband, Ken Reinhardt, um, had recently gotten divorced, but they maintained a friendly relationship with one another. Um, Susan had her dream job as this English teacher at this really fancy high school. She had students that loved her. She had kids that loved her. The only thing missing in her life was romance. So, in 1978, Susan began dating a young man by the name of William Bradfield, Jr., um, who was also an English teacher at the same high school. I don't know how many English teachers they have, but it must be a big high school. Um, so William Bradfield was a charming, intelligent man with blue eyes and a manly beard. Mm. So he was like a professor-looking type, yeah. but at a high school. Um, 
Another thing about William was that um, Susan wasn't the only woman he was seeing. Oh. Um, he was seeing another teacher at that worked at the school, and he was seeing a former student as well as Susan. And Susan was well aware of these um, other relationships. However, William had told her that he planned on ending things with um, his other flings so that he could exclusively be with Susan. So Susan was so in love with Bradfield that she planned on marrying him. I don't know if he really knew that, but she definitely planned on it. Um, So she was so in love, in fact, that she changed the beneficiary on her life insurance policy um, to William Bradfield. This is where it all starts. Yeah. Life insurance. Anytime you hear the word life insurance policy, just... Yeah. There's probably going to be a murder somewhere. Yep. Um, so she removed her brother. By the way, you have to sign the papers for our life insurance policy. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, I don't have life insurance, so. Uh, it was just a joke. Oh, no, I'm putting you on mine. I'm just saying, you're not going to get any uh. money if I die. Yeah. 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 I was just. like it if you die. I was just joking we're not even married i won't get anything i am on your no. dental insurance no you're so not on my yeah. you're not yet well then i'll wait two months and then <laughs> kill you but you won't get anything for dental I'll get, insurance i'll get dental insurance no, <laughs> no you won't because i won't be paying for it <laughs> all right um okay anyway uh so she had actually taken her brother and her two children 11 and 10 year olds um, off of her life insurance policy, completely taking them off, and added her new boyfriend, Bradfield, as the sole beneficiary. Um, additionally, she purchased um, another life insurance policy and named Bradfield as the sole beneficiary as well, putting him um, as her intended husband. Oh, so you can do that. Put me as your intended husband, and then I'll kill you. Um... So, after this second uh, life insurance policy was bought and the names were changed on the first one, um, it meant that Bradfield would inherit $730,000 if Susan Reinhardt were to perish. That's almost a million dollars. That's crazy. Um, he would get it all. Not her kids, not her brother. Literally, they would get not one penny of it. It would be her intended intended husband. Um, and at one point, Bradfield was like, "Hey, Susan, um, I know you just took out an almost one million dollar life insurance policy um, with my name on it, but I need twenty five thousand dollars right now for an investment that I want to make." Um, so what did she do? I don't know. She gave it to him. What does he do? He doesn't make an investment. I'll tell you that. He gives it to his other girlfriend slash former student, Wendy, and tells her to put it in the bank and hold it for him. Mm. So that's what happens. Mm. Um, so uh, in June, we're in June of 1979. Okay. World Series champions are the... Flaming Broncos. 
Is that important to the story? Nope. Susan planned a short trip with her two children to a small town in Pennsylvania. She had like some kind of, she was supposed to be like a speaker at some kind of event um, that weekend. So she like took her kids with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so they packed the car and they left on Friday night around 9 p.m. Um, that weekend, William Bradfield was with his friends, both male and female, on a beach in Cape May, New Jersey. And it was rumored that Bradfield was a member of a group of um, Upper Marion teachers who were involved in <laughs> swinger sex parties <laughs> together. And that was um, what he was doing that weekend at that beach. I laughed because um, I typed involved in singer sex parties. Oh. <laughs> uh, what's that? So that's what he was rumored to be doing that weekend. Um so Monday morning rolls around. We're getting out of bed. We're dreading our week, drinking coffee. A man is cutting through the parking lot of the Host Inn Hotel, about five miles to the east of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, um, when he sees what looks like an abandoned vehicle with its trunk open. So he's like, hmm, that's weird. So he stops his car, he gets out and takes a look, and what does he find? Some gender-confused wolf telling him that his princess is already married. You took my line. I don't know how that happened, but I just closed my water bottle and water, like, splashed up onto my forehead. I don't know, because you were aggressive. And then it went down my sleeve. I'm aggressive. What did he find in the trunk? A a gender-confused... No! He found the naked... Naked and battered dead body of Susan Reinhardt in the open hatchback trunk. Susan Reinhardt? Yep. Um, She had been beaten. No, don't look at pictures. Oh, why? Because this has to do with a photo, and you might see a photo, and it'll ruin it. But I want to see it, so I can. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, tell me when I can. Wait, wait. Okay. So, yeah. Naked, battered, dead. Bruised. In the trunk. Got it. Of the car. Um, She had been beaten, bound with a chain, and killed with an injection of morphine 24 to 36 hours after she had been beaten. Dang. Um, There was no sign of Michael or Karen at the scene, and an extensive search turned up no signs of either of them. Um, So after some investigating um, into this murder and these disappearances... Police were, they were, like, pretty positive that Bradfield was the murderer based off of, like, the life insurance policies and, um, like, their weird romance mm-hmm. and his lack of commitment to monogamy. So, um, they were like, yeah, he probably definitely murdered her, but they had no hard evidence um, to pin him for it. However, Kay. what they did have was Wendy, the former student. Um, so they actually went and arrested her with the hopes that she would be so scared of going to prison that she'd tell on Bradfield. And it worked. Ah. She ended up testifying against him in court, actually. Um, there was What a snitch. Yeah. Yeah. You know what snitches get? Stitches. Yeah. Um, so she told the police about the $25,000 that um, Bradfield was like, hey, can you put this in your... Um, 
safety deposit box and hold it for me until <laughs> I tell you to get it out. Um, so there was enough evidence for prosecutors to, they couldn't charge him with the murders, but they could charge him with theft by deception, stemming from the allegations that he had convinced Susan to withdraw the $25,000 from her bank and invest with him in what turned out to be a bogus investment. So he was sentenced to two years in prison for this. Um, who knew? That's a thing. Um, now, that is Susan, her kids, and a little bit of Bradfield. Let's take a look at someone I haven't yet mentioned in this case. A one Mr. J. Smith, who was the principal of the school that Susan and William taught at. Um, so even before Susan's murder, faculty and staff of the school were freaked out by this dude. Um, and they referred to him as the Prince of Darkness because of his strange personality. And they, like, talked about him in the teacher's lounge. Like, they would, like, talk about him, and then he'd probably walk in and get some coffee, and they'd all pretend like they weren't talking about him. And then he'd leave, and they'd be like, oh, my God. Like, he was a weird, he was yeah. a weird dude. Um, I think they were all kind of scared of him. There was, like, rumors that he, like, was into, like, uh, like, satanic worship and, um, burned bodies in the incinerator at the school and stuff. Um, which I mean. Um, so, he had even been on the police's radar before Susan's murder occurred. And why was that, Brandon? Why? Because in August of 1979, Smith was arrested at the Gateway Shopping Center in Chester County, Pennsylvania, after police were called to the scene for suspicious activity. What they found in his Ford Granada were several loaded handguns, a hooded mask, a syringe filled with a tranquilizing drug, Jesus. And several other items described by police as burglary and robbery tools. So Smith tried to explain um, this evidence away, being like, oh, I need the guns because I need to scare people off who are harassing me. And the drugs um, must have belonged to my son-in-law, who is an addict, which was true, and I will get to. Um, so yeah, he was just like explaining all these really incriminating Mm -hmm. uh, pieces of evidence found in his car. Um, a search of Smith's home revealed even more secrets and evidence, mm -hmm, including <laughs> more drugs and guns, um, security guard uniforms and badges, which is terrifying, and a slew of pornography. Well, I mean, you probably find that in any middle-aged man's house. Uh, much of uh, which dealt with bestiality. That, oh, that's fucked that up. That you won't find, but that is gross. It's interspecies erotica, fucko. What's that off of? Clerks 2. Oh. I will never forget. I, this is, like, part of the reason why I don't get on Facebook anymore, but, like, I was scrolling through my Facebook feed one day, minding my own business, and which is hard to do on Facebook, but I was doing it. Well, you can't really mind your own business no, if you're no, investigating everybody else's business. I was business. minding okay. my own business. All and right, this whatever. guy, I don't even remember who it was, but it was a dude. And he shared a video of this, 
like boy, probably like 13 years old, having sex with a chicken. What the heck? Yeah, I will never forget. It was like this nice house and this person had like a video, like a phone camera, I'm assuming. And they were like walking from like inside the house through this door into the garage. And this boy was like in the corner of the garage, like behind the door. And the guy like whoever had the phone like snuck around the door and like started recording him and he didn't know it. And he was like having sex with the chicken. He's going to be a serial killer when he grows up. Yeah. Like his pants were all the way down. Penis in the chicken. Moving the chicken. Okay. Yeah. And okay. I, we're done here. I was so disgusted by that video. I immediately blocked whoever, whoever it was that shared it. Wait. Is that why I can't see your profile? You're disgusting. <laughs> that was funny, but you're gross. Uh, Ew, no, I, I hate you. No, those videos do not exist online. It was sickening. Like, I felt <laughs> sick to my stomach. So, I couldn't even. Yeah, that's gross. I don't even eat animals. That's. And. T- yeah, uh, yeah. It's interspecies erotica. It's disgusting. Is what it is. You have to see Clerks 2 to appreciate that. Yeah. My brother will laugh at that. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Kinky Kelly. Gross. Um, also <laughs> found in his house were four gallons of nitric acid. What is he going to do? What, what is he going to... I don't know. Can I look up these pictures yet? No. He's going to dissolve a body in a bathtub on the second story, Mm. and the bathtub's going to fall through the floor. Yeah. That's a breaking bad thing. Um, And office equipment, all allegedly stolen from Upper Marion Area High School. Even the bestiality porn was stolen (laughs) from the high school? Probably. Um, So, yeah. The year before this occurred, the arrest um, for the burglary, Mm -hmm. um, Smith's daughter, Stephanie Hunsberger, and her husband, Edward, mysteriously went missing. Coincidence? I think not. Um, So they were both drug addicts, um, which is a difficult lifestyle, Um, one that involves an impaired sense of judgment Mm -hmm. Um, but they were trying to become sober they were attending all of their scheduled appointments at the methadone clinic like they were trying to get better Mm -hmm. um when they went missing so smith just told everyone that they had relapsed and like went uh, went away right somewhere um and they were never heard from again i mean when you hear about that lifestyle, it's not hard to convince someone about that. Like, well, I think that's why he got away with it. Yeah, that's what never, I'm saying. Never heard from him again? No. Mm. No. Because drug drug addicts, if once they run out of sources, resources, their drugs, their money, they're going to come back and ask for help. Yeah. Usually, and to never hear from them again. They could have relapsed and OD'd. Weird. They could have, but their bodies probably would have been found. Yeah. And they were never heard from again. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so police later arrested Smith, um, Jake Smith, for the armed robberies at the two um, 
store the Sears stores. Um, on both cases, the robber had been dressed in a bank security guard uniform and pretended um, that he was there to pick up the day's receipts. Which is, I mean, that's pretty smart. It's a good, it's a good ruse. Um, but yeah, he had been found guilty for that. So William Bradfield had provided um, an alibi for Smith at his hearing for th- these robberies. Um, and the police were like, hmm, this dude is involved in this murder and this dude is involved in this robbery. And they know each other. And one's providing an alibi. So maybe they both have something to do with Susan's murder. Yes. So, almost four years after Susan Reinhardt's death, her fiancé, so-called fiancé, William Bradfield, was arrested and charged with the three murders, Susan, Karen, and Michael, on April 6, 1983. Um, Testimony during the trial included details about Reinhardt's uh, will, and her belief the two would be married, as well as Bradfield's conversation with friends, in which he professed his concern for Reinhardt um, that Smith might kill her. So, yeah. He, Hmm. apparently, according to testimonies, told people, his friends, that he thought Jay Smith, the principal of their school, would kill her. Why? I don't know. Um, And none of the testimony did any witness say Bradfield shared those concerns for um, Susan's life with either Susan or any police. So if he did know anything about Jay Smith wanting to murder her, he was an asshole and didn't (laughs) tell anyone about it or didn't warn anyone about it. Um, The state sought to connect Bradfield and Jay Smith um, together to her murder and suggested the two had been involved in a conspiracy conspiracy to kill Susan. On October 28th, 1983, William Bradfield was found guilty on three counts of conspiracy to commit murder and was sentenced to three life sentences um, to be served consecutively. Uh, while serving his sentence at Greaterford Prison, he tutored fellow inmates and helped them file appeals. He died January 1998 of a heart attack at the age of 64, never admitting to any guilt. Um, I'm almost done. So, I have three small paragraphs left. Uh, so, while still in jail on the robbery charges of pretending to be a security guard, uh, Jay Smith was arrested on murder charges in 1985. So, wow, that sucks. <laughs> He's yeah. in jail already for this one crappy crime he committed, and he's being arrested for a murder. Yeah. Um. So the sixth anniversary. You know how you get around that? You don't break the law. Yeah, right. He, um, <laughs> you always say that. He was arrested for these murders on the sixth anniversary. Sixth anniversary huh. of the murders. I always say that deaths. because it's really not that hard. <laughs> not hard for you yeah a middle class dude with an education yeah whatever all right keep going seemingly white i am not white keep going you're half white yeah 
My wiener doesn't say so. Yeah, you got the Asian wiener. <laughs> Gross. Okay. Um. <laughs> beep boop beep boop beep beep boop beep boop. Where was I? I don't know. Oh, sixth anniversary of the murders. He was yeah. arrested. Um, among the witnesses produced by prosecutors was a former police officer. Um, so a former police officer that was in jail also on burglary charges. That sucks. He was a police officer who got arrested and is now in jail for burglary. Um, so he was in jail with Smith and said that um, Smith had confessed to this guy that he killed these people mm. hmm. um so during the investigation police found um one of susan's hairs in smith's home which if they're having swinger sex parties isn't <laughs> surprising i don't know if she partook in those though yeah right um and under okay this is weird under her body in the trunk of her car um they found a hair comb that had the name of an air force unit printed on it um, and it just so happens that Jay Smith was in the Air Force before becoming a principal and was in the exact unit that was printed on the comb. Mm. There's a lot of things lining up here. Yeah. Um, but people were like, oh, that's that's not admissible because that, Jesus. Week, that weekend they, at some convention they were giving away a bunch of those combs. Oh. Um, also, Karen Reinhardt, the 11-year-old daughter, um, Susan's daughter, that went missing, um, she always wore a pin on, like, her shirt or sweater, um, that was just the letter P, um, and she had gotten it on a class trip to the Philadelphia Art Museum, which is, like, <laughs> so sad, like, she's just this 11-year-old girl, and her class went to this museum, and she probably got, like, a few like maybe five dollars from her mom to spend that day and like she probably bought this like little pin and it reminded her of like fun she had with her classmates yeah she wore it all the time so sad um so a pin it was just the letter p that looked exactly like the one karen always wore was found on the floorboard of Jay Smith's car during police investigation. Um, so at the age of 58, Smith was found guilty on three counts of murder and sentenced to death. However, Smith's defense attorney fought hard to get him off of death row. And thanks to him and a law that changed three years after his um, sentencing, Jay Smith was released from prison. Oh, motherfucker. In 1992. Oh, that irritates me. Yeah. That's uh, interesting. Yeah. So we watched, well, I've seen The Night Of, mm -hmm. but uh, finally got you to watch it. Yeah. And it goes through how messed up the, yeah, the justice system is. Oh, it's all about who you know. Yeah. And it's like, like everything with life. Yeah, it's a really, really, really good watch. What is it? Eight episodes? It's mm -hmm. an easy watch mm -hmm. because it's only eight episodes. So oh, it's messed it's, up. It's uh, HBO, but good. it's so good. It's good. It's it's a good story. It's not just like. And like the main guy, Riz Ahmed, he's like so innocent looking, and his eyeballs are literally like half of his face. 
Yeah, except the like uh, he whenever he like, goes towards the end. Yeah, he he changes a lot. It's sad, yeah. but like he looks like if anyone has ever hit a deer, which happens <laughs> a lot in the Midwest where we're from. Right before you hit them and they run out in front of your car, they give you this look like, oh, shit. And their I eyes, would say the same thing. Their eyes get huge. And this is what this actor looks like. <laughs> but in an, in, in an endearing way. Yeah. Anyways. Um, really good. Good show. Yeah. Um, so, still proclaiming his innocence in the whole case, Jay Smith died <clears throat> in May 2009 at the age of 80 of a heart condition good should have died a more horrible death and sooner yeah like in 92 now here is the creepiest part of this whole story okay and it's the part that makes the story relevant to the whole picture theme do i get to look it up now after i read this you can look it up to your heart's content um so when william bradfield the swinger boyfriend um, died in prison in 1998. They were cleaning out his stuff um, in his cell, and they found among his small amount of possessions a photo of a stone in the middle of what appears to be the woods. Um, the stone is sticking straight up, like pointed towards the sky like a tombstone and has an indent on it that makes it look like the grim reaper or like some kind of um humanoid wearing like a cloak over their head um and people speculate that this is the poorly marked grave of karen and michael huh reinhardt whose bodies were never found by the way oh really Mm -hmm. so i get to look this up now yeah so that's not susan though so how would i well, because it's a very popular photo with this case. Oh, okay. Yeah, so if you guys want to look this up, just type in mainline murders, um, like photo found in prison cell or something, and it'll come up. Yeah, so that's what I, oh, it was the first picture. Yeah. That is weird looking. Yeah, this stone looks like the Grim Reaper, doesn't it? Yeah, it is weird looking. Um. I wonder if it was, like, painted or something. They still don't know where no, it's, it's at, like though. No, it's, like, the shadow of it. Yeah. No, they just found this photo, and they don't know where this photo was taken, where the stone is at, but they think that it might have been, like, the unmarked grave Yeah. of these kids, and they, he had the photo the whole time. That's crazy. It's sick. Is what it is. Yeah, it is. Um, so there were rumors that the siblings were sent to live um, in a desolate location with Smith's adult children who had gone missing. So the two drug addicts mm-hmm. that had gone missing, there were rumors that um, Karen and Michael, the 11 and 10 year old, were like sent to live with them. Yeah. Um, but those were just rumors. And in March of 1987, so. Hey, significant amount of time before this photo was found um karen and michael were legally declared deceased oh yeah because um their bodies have still never been found that's crazy yeah um man their only whereabout like only clue was the pin found Mm -hmm. in jay smith's car which might not have even been hers but i mean yeah Yeah. it was hers it was hers Yeah. yeah um 
So yeah, that is the name my murders. Huh? That's yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Interesting. So, mine is uh, the murder of Travis Alexander. Uh, what's her name? Travis Jody Alexander. Jody Arias. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he was born on July twenty eighth, nineteen seventy seven. Um, and then he unfortunately passed away on June 4th, 2008. I wonder how. Because he was murdered by this crazy bitch. Hey. Uh, what? Hey. Oh, okay. Travis was, uh, so he was killed uh, by multiple knife wounds and a gunshot to the head. So um, how many, you ask? 27 to 29 stab wounds, a Yikes. slit throat, and a gunshot to the head. Yikes. Um, they, they, the investigators believe that he actually was dead before he had a gunshot to the head though. So overkill. Yeah. Um, she, uh, so she claimed that it was for self-defense. We'll get into that later. Um, but the, um, she failed to convince a jury probably because she was crazy. I like how she's Um, a sociopath and can show no emotion. Well, right. Sociopaths are actually good at showing emotion. Um, it's just fake. Yeah. So she was uh, born into a religious family and baptized in the LDS church in Southern California. That actually has nothing really to do with the story, but... Religion has to do mm, with the story. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because of Travis and stuff. What do you mean? You didn't talk about his religion? Because he was... I saw that he was... What are you crossing your eyes for? Because I'm waiting for you to talk. Uh, what what does that have anything to do with it? Because like he wouldn't be with her because of his religion, and she wasn't. Oh, oh he was. And yeah, she was like, yeah. He will be with me. Yeah, but there was um. So apparently, well, here we'll we'll okay, you, you know what we'll, we'll dive right into I'm this. I didn't know that that was part of it. Yeah, I didn't see that that was what. Uh, Jody and Travis dated intermittently for a year and a half, often in a long-distance relationship. Um, Travis' friends, um, Travis's friends, apparently they didn't like her either. Yeah, no so, one liked her. Yeah, they were like, Travis she's bad news bears. Her. What? I don't even think Travis liked her. Are you sitting there on Instagram? I'm looking yeah, at you're looking at Instagram. This is Google Images, you twat. <laughs> uh, okay. Wait, okay. Um, I already know the story. I gave you yeah. the idea. 2008, Travis told his co-workers that Jody would join him for a work-related trip in Cancun on June 15th. Then, in April, Travis wanted to change his, change his travel companion to another woman. That's what I saw. Mm-hmm. Not So there's a religious thing spin on this? Yeah, like Where? he was very Mormon and yeah, okay. he couldn't be with her anymore because she wasn't. Because like, she's Catholic or yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever she is. And he was like, listen, I can't be with you because like, I have to marry someone that's Mormon. And she was like, no. Okay. Is it um, mean of me to say I don't think he's cute? I mean, rest in peace. God rest your soul, but. Uh. Was it mean? Maybe that was better to say off the record. Okay. okay. Well, we'll just pretend like he had. <laughs> 2008. Edit it. Edit it out. 
2008, Travis told his co. Uh, oh, I already said that. Um, on May 28th, 2008, a burglary occurred where Jody was living, which was her grandparents' house. Yeah. Uh, she was missing a, um, a handgun, a pistol, which was actually never recovered. Then, coincidentally, they found a um, like a bullet case casing. Yeah. By uh, Travis's body at the murder scene. That matched the gun. That matched the gun. Yes. Whoop. Yeah. Which is interesting as well. So how did it go missing? How does it show up? I can't hear a word you're saying. Um, okay. Never mind. Yeah. On June 2nd, between 1 and 3 a.m., Jody... So, June 2nd, so that's two days before... You're giving me rock hands right now. Two dates. So, on June 2nd, between 1 and 3 a.m., Jody called Travis four times, but actually didn't get through to him. After Only four. Wow. Yeah. After 3 a.m., Travis then actually called her back twice... And for the first time, it was eight minutes, and the second time was 48 seconds. So the eight minutes was probably arguing, and the second time was like, I don't know, shut up, bitch. <laughs> and then bye. Not really? funny. Okay. You the calls or transcripts were actually never presented in court, which is kind of weird. And um, what if it was just, hi, hi. Or maybe they were having phone sex, so they're like, yeah, we should probably keep this out. <laughs> For 48 seconds? <laughs> yeah, he was like, mm, uh, uh, I'm done. <laughs> uh, I hate you. Uh, oh, yeah. Or she was like, uh, 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 I'm done. Stop. All right. At, Stop. <laughs> you, ew. at 5.39 a.m., uh, Jody went to drive south to rent a car for a long trip to Utah. Apparently, this was a conference. She Land was, of the Mormons. Um, yeah, this was a conference she was supposed to attend. On June 2nd at 8.04 a.m., Jody rented a car at Budget Rent uh, Car in... Don't do it. Red, yeah, Redding, California. Redding, California. That sounds so familiar. We weren't there. Uh, but it sounds familiar. Uh, she visited friends in Southern California on her way to Utah for a work conference, like I said. Wait, wait. Isn't that kind of out of the way? Uh, yeah. Hmm. No, okay. That's what well, makes this weird. I'm not, I'm not one to um, judge. So is... Travel yeah. plans. So, um... And meet with Ryan Burns, who was her coworker. On June third, she said uh, she actually left for Salt Lake City. Um, she missed an important conference call on June fourth, so she actually never answered mm. the call, which is the day that he was coincidentally killed. Mm. The following day, she met up with Ryan Burns in Salt Lake City. So this is June fifth. And she attended the business meetings for the conference with him. However, uh, Ryan said that uh, sh- she had cuts on her hands and her hair was now black instead of blonde. Well, that's weird. Yeah. 
Uh, so then June 6th, she went back to California. Uh, she called Travis numerous times on her way back to California and left several voicemails. I assume this is her cover-up. Yeah, that's what I would yeah. Um, so then Jody returned to the, she returned the car on June 7th and it had driven over, uh, 2,800 miles. That is a shit ton. 2,800 miles? Yeah. 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 That's right. A lot. She went everywhere. Uh, the rental clerk, uh, said the car was also missing the, the floor mats. The rental clerk was probably like, what the hell? Yeah. And it was missing the floor mats. There were stains found in the car, but uh, like the pre-check thing, you know, that mm-hmm. they, they go through wasn't actually done properly. So they couldn't tell what was actually hers mm. or what was yeah, maybe true. previous. Yeah, I bet she uh, fudged the pre, pre-checklist. Possibly. She might have. You think she thought that far in advance? Mm. <sighs> She's pretty stupid, so... I think she just got lucky. Yeah. On uh, June 9th, uh, Travis's friends, um, they were like, you know, we're not hearing from him. What the heck's going on? So they they were able to get into his house, and they found large pools of blood in the hallway and to the master bathroom, bathroom, Mm. and where his body was discovered in the shower. Uh, a 911 call uh, from Travis's friends immediately. Um, they actually, so the dispatcher said, hey, you know, is this suicide or is it a murder? What, like, what happened? And they, the friends immediately said it, it was Jody. Like, they, they knew. No they, hesitation. Yeah, they knew right away. Um, Travis's friends claimed that she had been stalking him accessing his facebook account and slashing his car's tires while searching the home uh police recent they found a recently purchased camera in the washing machine um that was damaged so this is where the pictures come into play uh and police were able to recover the photos and found sexually suggestive poses by both that were taken on 1:40 p.m on june 4th so that's the day of yep. and right afternoon. Yeah, I just saw them. Oh, really? Yeah. What did you look up? I didn't see those. Oh, oh my gosh, she those are like sexually suggestive. <laughs> so okay. Oh, here's the the one without any. Oh, she's got big nipples. What? <laughs> she's got some uh, salami yeah. nipples going on. Okay. Um. Oh, and she doesn't shave her pubes. <laughs> She's got a, um, what's it called? Landing strip. No. Oh. So, uh, the final photo of Travis was taken at 5.29 p.m. Oh, look. What? That's her vagina. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> got a weird vulva. Oh, my God. All right, now we're. She must get that waxed. But you said she didn't shave. Yeah, but she... Ew, it looks like a freaking... Oh, honey, you need to go to the doctor. That's not normal. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so it, the last photo of him was taken at uh, 529 in the shower. 
<laughs> oh no, here we go. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, oh people. People, they put some stuff from, from Super Mario Bros. I'm crying. Oh, my God. It's a picture of Jody Aries' vagina. And then underneath it, it's the same picture of Jody Aries' vagina, but over her the oddly shaped vulva <laughs> is the um the light flower that comes out of the pipe <laughs> from Mario. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> <It's pretty good. laughs> That's what it's really shaped like. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. All right. And Mario's jumping into her ball. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, we got a child here. Alright. Actually I'd probably laugh at this too, but uh okay, so photos taken so the photos were taken moments later. Um or sorry. There were photos taken <laughs> moments later that show an individual, which is believed to be Travis. Who who else could it not be? Or could it be? I mean, could, could it, it be? be? No, could it be? Who else could it be? <laughs> um, profusely bleeding on the bathroom floor. Uh, a bl- <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, stop oh. looking at your phone. Oh. A bloody palm print was found on the wall in the bathroom hallway. <laughs> And it contained DNA from both Jody and Travis. So, hmm. Uh, so then July 15th, which, so it took them over a month to arrest her. Like, wouldn't you do That's this? A pre- long time. Yeah, right. She could have killed somebody else. Um, and then on September 11th of that same year, uh, she pled not guilty. Um, she claims that the last time she saw him was on March 2008 or was in March 2008. Um, stop looking at your phone. I'm not looking. I was looking up the name of that uh, flower in uh, Mario. Oh. It's just the Venus flytrap. Oh, yeah, yeah. They Then later she said that two people broke into the home and murdered him, then attacked her. So now she's saying she never saw him for March. But then now she was with him that day. They attacked her and murdered him, and she got away. Mm-hmm. That there was intruders or robbers. Wait, that's a lie. Right. Yeah. Now, two late years later, she told police that she killed Travis in self-defense. So there were no robbers. Which is it? Nobody broke in. It's just self-defense now claiming that he had been a victim of domestic violence, or she had been a, div- a victim of domestic violence. Hmm. Likely story. So so we changed the story three times here. Like, yeah. 
lawyers tried to recover text messages and emails but were unsuccessful. I don't even know what that means because, well. Tell us, IT guy. Well, it was 2008. I mean, I don't know. Don't they? They get records all the time for stuff. How do they not get it for these two? There's no way she was that smart to Maybe be able to hide. Put an encrypted code on it that. It doesn't matter. I don't. I'm pretty sure AT and T and or any provider can pull up messages. Now, if it's on iMessage for iPhones, I in like WhatsApp and all that. Don't think you they can pull that anymore. Is that a thing in 2008? No, 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 no. I'm just saying. Anyways, um, they pulled her MySpace messages. <laughs> yeah, or emails. Like, I don't. You would be able to. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Probably because the justice system was trying to favor her side. While in prison, Jody's brother was selling artwork drawn by Jody to give her better food for her while she was in jail. So, like, to raise money. So she, yeah. Right. Yeah. I want to see these drawings. Uh, they're, yeah, like, I mean, stick figures. Probably. On uh, April 13th, 2005, she was sentenced to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. Good. Um, that's ah. almost, yeah. Oh. And Wait. her trial esti- oh. oh yeah, this is what's crazy. Her trial estimated costs of three million dollars. Who pays for that? We do. Right. Taxpayers. And she's not the only one in this world that has this or the United States that has this going on. Oh no, she's actually pretty talented. Oh, she's actually well. very talented at drawing. Oh well. Still fuck her. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Look, so. She's she's pretty good. Mm, okay. Well. And her drawings are only like $25. You think she drew that oh, Venus flytrap no, on there? Prints. You think she drew a Venus flytrap? <laughs> Probably. Probably. Oh, she drew this puppy. We should buy it. No, we're not supporting her. I'm just All saying. Right. I, okay. Yeah, no. So that's it. Yeah, she's in jail. Goodbye. Forever. Forever. That happened, what, 11 years ago? I wonder what she's doing now. Forever. Such drawings. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> she's in jail. Um, I can, you forgot I can... uh, to talk about the Lifetime movie that they did about her. Whoa, I didn't see you that. You and your love for Lifetime movies. Uh, I haven't really been, like, because I, I don't pay for TV, so I haven't been watching Lifetime movies. Well, disclaimer, Brandon yeah. loves Lifetime movies. Mm. Are we are bags uh, under my eyes, or is there mascara running under my eyeballs? Uh, you did go to the gym, so maybe sweat. Bags? No sweat. Um, we uh, we're Disney Plus subscribers now. So speaking of Disney Plus, next week is going to be murders involving anything with the Disney realm. What? Yep. How does that have any? How are you going to find any of that? It does. Trust me. All right, we'll see. Or deaths. Or crimes. Oh. Uh, okay. All right. Well, all right. We'll do that next week. Okay. Bye, Venus Flytrap.